Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's the final rewatch. The final rewatch. Final rewatch. Oh, it's the final rewatch before the new season. It's the final rewatch. I'm watching them all, the final Greetings, stranger friends, and welcome back to the final rewatch, where today I watch chapter six, The Spy. But who is the spy and who is he spying for? Oh, this episode was wonderful. Wonderful. And um, it's funny because I'm like, wow, I'm really going through these seasons so quickly because I'm watching and talking about an episode Almost, almost every day. There was that duffer buffer in there. But it got me realizing when Stranger Things first came out, I binged that first season almost the entire thing in one day. Then I think I finished it like a day or two later. I don't usually do that. I'll maybe watch an episode here, an episode there. But I... Certain shows I do it for, but I'm talking like, oh, I finished the season in a few days. I don't want to finish it in one day. Uh, with with Stranger Things 4 coming up, it's like I've waited 
so long for this to come back. Do I want to rush it? I don't know. Do I want to savor it? I want to stay spoiler-free, so I'm probably not going to be clicking on any hashtags that have anything to do with Stranger Things. I might be muting them until I watch those episodes, until I finish them. Um, But it's like, do I want to just watch them all in one day? I don't think I do. It's just like, it'd be too quick. I want to savor them. I want to really dive in and enjoy them. I just, I, I don't know. Like, even the pace I'm going at now, one a day, feels quick. I don't think I'm going to go that slow. I don't know if I'll be doing, you know, it'll take me four days to watch it or five days, depending on how they split things up. But I don't know if I just want to watch them all at one sitting because then I'm like, okay, now I have to wait a month? Mm. Which, I mean, after waiting all these years, waiting a month isn't that big of a deal. But fear not, we're still talking a a, a week and a half, almost two weeks uh, away, somewhere in there, you know, give or take a a few days. The math is fuzzy. Who who can say how much time there really is before Stranger Things 2? Four. Before Stranger Things 4 comes back. And that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Stranger Things 2. Chapter 6. The Spy. Our episode opens with Will, oh Will, being rushed, not to a hospital, but to the lab. Uh, Since he was, we last saw him, he was in the field shrieking, shrieking and freaking. He was like, when they were were doing the burn on the, uh, on the weeds. And we start to see there's, there's a big connection going on here. Uh. He's like, it hurts. Where does it hurt? Everywhere. It hurts everywhere. Meanwhile, Hopper is in the, in like another room getting decontaminated, getting hosed down, getting scrubbed down for, of any chemicals that may be in him. Uh, but it seems like he gets a um, clean bill of health later on. We cut over and we see Dustin and Steve are in the car together. And he's telling him about Dart. And I love the Queen song that's playing. Hammer to fall, here we stand, here we fall. I'm sure I'm getting the lyrics wrong, but it's a great song. I'm not going to put any Queen songs in this because I don't know if that's what pinged my um, copyright infringement last time. Um, So I'm going to try to avoid that. So I'll just sing it. To hammer to fall. If you you ever want to see a great performance of that song, look up. Uh, Queen, Hammer to Fall, Live Aid. Queen owns Live Aid. It was amazing. And they, they had a whole scene of that in the movie, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm, 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 I'm going off on a tangent. So they're in the car and Steve's like, how do you know it's not a lizard? He's like, it's not a lizard. I know. How do you know? He's like, it opened because it, its face opened up and it ate my cat. So they get back to his house um, and he's got the bat and they open the bulkhead and Dustin's like, so you go down there and um, I'll stay here in case he tries to escape. Uh, but they open it and they don't hear anything. And uh, Steve goes down. He's like, you better come down here. He finds skin and that's it, except a giant hole smashed into the Henderson basement and just like through the through the concrete 
and dug through the through the earth and making its own tunnel. Maybe these dogs are helping making the tunnels. I don't know. So um, the guys they're at the buyer's house, you think, oh, maybe Jonathan, Nancy. Nope. The guys from the lab break in and they just start taking photos of every. Well, I don't say they break in. They they went in. They probably told Joyce they're going in. Uh, and they took a bunch of Polaroid photos of all the drawings of everything so they could recreate the map. They took the ca- the tape out of the video camera. I hope they have an adapter or they need the a the H video. They better have the cables to watch that video because otherwise Bob's going to have to set that up for him. While that's going on, the um, doctors are talking to Joyce. All these doctors standing around a table, um, and Joyce is frustrated because they can't tell. They they're like, she's like, "What do you know? What what, what is wrong with him? You can't tell me anything. He needs to be seen by a hospital." I'm like that's not going to happen. This is really the best place for him. Really, this scene reminded me so much of a scene in The Exorcist. Quite possibly one of the greatest, scariest movies of all time. There's a scene where you know this. The, the the girl in the movie, if you don't know, um, she is, well, she gets possessed, okay? Uh, and the mother doesn't know what's going on. She's being seen by some doctors, and all the doctors are standing around, sitting around a table much like that. And um, they're like, you know, telling her this, telling her that, and she's she just completely frustrated with them. And this this scene with Joyce um, reminded me of that. It, I It... Had to be an homage. I actually looked it up, and there was an article saying, like, oh, this is a very reminiscent scene from The Exorcist. So I'm not the only one who thought so. And maybe I'm not the—maybe this isn't the first time I said this. Maybe I said that in the original episode, too. Who knows? So we cut over to Murray's place, and Murray, Jonathan, and Nancy are making copies of the tape— making lots of copies of the tape and mailing out a bunch of them to newspapers all over the country— uh, when they're done, they have a celebratory drink. Now, of course, Murray's drinking with minors, probably not the smartest thing, definitely not the um, most legal uh, thing to be doing. But they're like, you know, we really, we really shouldn't have any more. We need to get home. He's like, get it? What? It's late. It's late. Why don't you just, you just stay the light, stay the night? They're like, oh, okay. He goes, you can use my guest room. Well, do you have a couch? It's like, wait, what? Is there like a lover's quarrel? Like, oh, we're just friends. And he just laughs at them when they say that. He calls them liars. He reads them. He talks about Steve having issues with his dad. He talks about Nancy having this, you know, probably some boyfriend out there. Uh, oh, we like Steve, but we don't love Steve. She's like, I, I do. He's like, oh, and there is the second lie you've told me this evening. He walks away. He goes, there's a pullout couch. Uh, pull out sofa, but um, if I was you, I'd just cut the bullshit and share the damn bed. So he goes upstairs. They're both in denial. They're like, not not denial, but they're just like, what's he know? What's he talking about? And they're separate in their different rooms. Then they come together. And they're just like, hey, I just wanted to uh, just say, um, you know, good night. And crazy, right? Yeah, he's, what does he know? He's silly. Uh, so good night. So they go their separate ways. They close the, the their doors. Jonathan turns out his light. Nancy's in in the bed, going like sitting there, like 
getting frustrated, annoyed. She goes back to the door, opens it, and there's Jonathan standing there. And then they go uh, to Kissy Kissy Town, I guess is, I guess, the nicest way to say it. Um, meanwhile, who else is going to Kissy Kissy Town but He-Man? He-Man, the action figure, is doing Kissy Kissies with Erica's uh, Barbie doll, maybe, I'm guessing. Jonathan sees it. He's like, what, what are you doing? Those are my toys. He goes, they're in, he, she says, they're in love. He's like, stay. Aren't you a little old for these? He's like, I think she said that. Stay out of my room. She's like, oh, I will. Just tell your little uh, Lucas, your nerdy little uh, friend Lucas to stop bugging me. He's like, what are you talking about? Code red, code red. Lucas is like, oh, God. He grabs the walkie, calls over to Dustin, and... He's like, oh, Dustin's like, hey, now you want to, uh, you want to, you want to talk? Great. He goes, listen, uh, Dark got a lot bigger, and he escaped again, and you're gonna meet me in the junkyard with Steve. He's like, what? Steve? Steve Harrington? And so Lucas is, uh, you know, like, what? First of all, he finds out that that Dart is still out there, and Dustin knew where he was all this time, and Steve Harrington is now involved in this. Back at the lab, Owens, um gives Hopper the green light. They put him in a, like a decontaminated suit, you know, like one of those hazmat suits. It's like, what's this for? He's like, we want to show you something. And they go down, 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 down. And they show the giant mount, like the monster. And they show all the vines and everything. And like, they said, this giant just cavern. Uh, And Owens is like, it's spreading. It's growing like a cancer. And Hopper is like, why aren't you burning it? And Owen says, there's, there's a complication. We cut to upstairs in the lab. And Joyce and Bob have a nice little conversation. How about, well, she's talking about how, you know, this is why I didn't say anything to you. It's just, this is crazy. And they, I was told not to say anything. I signed all these papers. They're probably going to make you sign papers, too. He's like, that, that's fine. He's like, what, wait, what kind of papers? Like, probably NDAs and all these things. Um, he's like, okay. He goes, um, I guess you warned me when you said you this is not a normal family. She's like, yeah. He says, probably makes the idea of moving to Maine not that crazy. She's like, it's not crazy at all. You can see Bob. He's like, yeah, okay. And um, he's like, I can't believe this. Will lost in the woods, right? I thought stuff like this only happened in movies and comic books. It's like, um, and now it's happening to you. And like, she's like, and you too. He's like, yeah, Bob Newbie, superhero. I loved it. Uh, then Will wakes up, and Bob's like, I need somebody, come here, somebody um, wake up, you know, like, we need the doctor here now. And Will, they come in, and Will looks at Bob, he's like, oh, no, B- Bob comes back to, with Joyce, and she's like, hey, honey, uh, oh, good, good, good. And Bob's like, hey, Will, buddy, how you doing? Will's like, um, who are you? Are, are you a doctor? So Will does not recognize Bob. We cut back to Murray's, and he's making breakfast for them uh, with just this smirk on his face because Jonathan and Nancy are sitting there very quiet, and he says, uh, Jonathan, uh, how was the pullout? Jonathan's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm in the sofa, the sofa. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, it was fine. Oh, and then he's like, uh, oh, great. And he, like, it was just funny. He had this, um, oop, I think he spilled some Maggie. He goes, oops, I forget what he, it was just, he, he knew. He knew the whole time. 
And uh, it was just very funny the way he was treating them. So Nancy calls her mom, checks in, she says, oh, yeah, we did some girl stuff, you know, not not much. Um, oh, and, and she says, um, she mentioned to, Will, to Jonathan, oh, Mike had a sleepover with Will. Oh, could you reach them? No, I couldn't reach them. Oh, they probably had a matinee. You know, they went to an early movie. He, you realize they're off doing their own thing. This is what the world was like before cell phones, everybody. You're off doing your own thing. Um, you have no way to contact anyone. And you have no idea what's going on unless, of course, you're calling the house number. That's really it. Um, and you're not constantly updated about things. You know, like getting texts about what, what's going on with Will and where everyone's going on, what, what everyone else is doing. My phone, I might have mentioned it yesterday, my phone died on me. I went today and got a new phone. I was looking at phone prices and I thought, ooh, I think that's too much. Maybe I should call my wife. I can't. Maybe I should text. I can't. It was like you forget how much you rely on this thing. Um, I wonder how many of you are listening on your phone right now. That's how I listen to podcasts. And you forget until you don't have it. And then you're like, huh, I guess I'll just go for a dog walk with my dog and, and my thoughts. I mean, that's boring. Anywho, we we jump back to uh, to Billy and Max's house where Billy does basically what you assume all like punks, mall rats, whatever you want to call them, did in the 80s. They smoke, drink, and lifted weights. She shows up. Uh, I'm sorry. Lucas shows up there, rings the doorbell. Now Rat is playing in the background. Um, the wonderful Rat band. When Max opens the door and sees it's, it's Lucas, she's like, she's frightened. And he, he, she quickly closes the door so he doesn't see him. And he's like, I have proof. She's like, what? I have proof. Uh, he, He's like, I can't. I Come with me. What is the proof? I don't know what it is, but I have it. And he, she goes in the house. She's like, oh, it was uh, Mormons, just the talkative ones. And Billy's like, what the hell's going on here? He opens the door. I don't know why he's Southern all of a sudden. He opens the door. Nobody's there. Max goes to her room. There's Lucas waiting for her with his bike. She jumps out the window. I know it's a first floor, but I would still be so frightened to jump out a window on the first floor. Uh, I'd be like, oh, my God, there's a three-foot drop. She jumps out, jumps on the bike, and they ride off together. She says, uh, this better be good, stalker. Back over at the lab, uh, Owens, they're doing tests on Jonathan, and he's got all these things attached to his head. I feel like this reminds me of The Exorcist too, something like that. Uh, but Will doesn't remember Dr. Owens. He doesn't remember Hopper. He does remember Mike. He's like, that is my friend, Mike. You can see Mike smile like, oh, God, thank God he remembers me. Uh, then he talks about, um, they hurt me. Like, who? The soldiers. You shouldn't have done that. It upset him. And um, Dr. Owens brings the drawing of the shadow monster over. He's like, is, is that him? And he um, he nods. Then they go, like, we're going to try something. So they bring over part of like the tentacle vine, whatever you want to call it, the living, you know, thing that was grabbing at Hopper. They, they have a piece of it. And they start, they take a blowtorch to it, and they get closer to it. And he's like, 
this little sting. And he's like, my chest, it burns, it burns. Uh, and like, they're like, all right, knock it off, knock it off. Like they're burning that thing. It's burning well. So Owens, I really, this is an episode where you heard what he said to Nancy and Jonathan a few episodes ago, but this episode actually makes you like him a little more. One scene specifically. So in this one, he's talking to, um, he's talking about this being some sort of virus, neurological disorder, um, that, you know, and the nice thing is viruses can be cured and we're working on something. We're working on it. Uh, working on learning more and trying to figure out a cure for this. Uh, but the, the viruses are smart. Um, but, and they're always working, always thinking, always trying to adapt. Don't we know it world about viruses? Jesus, just, just the saying that and hearing him say that, I'm like, yeah, I guess he's right. Um, but they said the difference thing here is the infected hosts seem to be communicating, which is why you burn one thing and they're and will feels it. Um, and you know, Joyce is like, well, what's going to happen if he gets worse? What's going to happen if he can't remember? And my boy is gone. Like she's afraid he's just going to get worse and worse. We cut back over to uh, Dustin and Steve. They're um, they're on the the railroad tracks. It reminded me of Stand by Me. And they're leaving meat. I think I said that last year when they're on railroad tracks, didn't I? Last season. Anytime I see kids on railroad tracks, I'm going to think of Stand by Me. Um, so they're leaving blobs of meat. Blobs? What the hell? They're leaving pieces of meat, chunks of meat. And um, Steve, you know, he's like, "You kept that slug." He's like, "Yeah, I want it to impress a girl." He's like, "Yeah, why? Because it's cool." It's like, okay. Um, and they, he just gives them a little talk about girls. How you got to act like you don't care. You know, this is also the talk of a seventeen-year-old kid. You know, to Dustin, sounds like he knows it all, but it's still funny because he's just a seventeen-year-old kid. He he doesn't know anything. Um, but he's like, you just got to talk to him like you don't care. Then he gives him hair tips because he doesn't said something about how he has great hair. He's like, well, I put the, uh, was it the Fabergé uh, conditioner and shampoo? And then he uses the Farrah Fawcett spray. And then Dustin's like, Farrah Fawcett spray? He's like, yeah, hey, it's good. She's hot. Um, and while they're walking on the tracks, we see a flag. So we know that they're walking into where the rot is, where the tunnels are. They're not far from that area. So Hopper took a moment to go outside the lab uh, to his truck, and he's signaling 11 on the walkie on the CB radio, uh, but there's no answer. Um, and he leaves this this sad, like, apologetic speech. It's very sweet, but it's heartbreaking because... He, he thinks maybe she's just stewing and angry and she didn't, she's not listening, but she's not there. Nobody's listening. You know, she's, she's with her mother and her aunt and he has no idea where she is. Um, he doesn't even know that he has no idea where she is. That's, that's bad enough. Um, and he just thinks she's being stubborn. He's like, I'm just sorry. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I feel bad. I'm sorry. It's like, you got to eat those peas, not just egos. And, um, you know, I'm going to be late and there's a reason and I'm sorry. Um, but again, he's saying this to no one. Inside the lab, the docs are, the doctors are looking at um, the brain scans of Will, like looking at activity from last week. 
then last night, then an hour ago, and just there were some there were some orange flashes. Then there were more. Then the last photo, his brain was lit up like a Christmas tree. Um, and one of the doctors is like, you know, we have a bigger problem than this kid. We have to go back to the burn. Oh, do we have a bigger problem? Uh, this is Owens saying, and if it kills the kid, the doctor's like, quite frankly, then it kills the kid. This is the moment where Dr. Owens looks at him and says, say that to me again. Trust. That's, I wrote down, trust Dr. Owens. Because that's the moment where you realize, oh, you know, he does have Will's, I don't know if it's Will's best interest, but he doesn't, he's not ready to sacrifice a kid um, for uh, the quote-unquote greater good that this doctor thinks is the, the burn. And while they're just, you know, talking amongst themselves, Joyce has had enough. She tries to get through the guards and like, you know, I got to talk to them. I want to hear something. And Will is just staring at his mom and the guards. Like they show him focusing on the gun and the guy. He's just kind of staring weird. Then he looks over to Mike and he says, the shadow monster. I think I know how to stop him. It was that stare. Again, it's been a while. So I didn't, I don't remember everything. But I, when he did that little stare before all of a sudden turning, I go, I don't, I don't trust him. I don't trust you, Will. So we jump back over to the junkyard, and um, Steve's like, yeah, this will do. This will do just fine. Go call, dude. Dustin had this big smile on his face. Like, I, I did good. Steve likes it. At that point, Lucas and Max show up, and Steve says, uh, who's that? And Dustin sees them together and just has this smile. And you just kind of see the look on his face, like, just get sad a little. It's like, oh, I think Steve realizes that's her. Um, He and Dustin have a moment like, you told her? Yeah, I told her. We need as much help as we can get. If you, I I haven't heard from from Mike or Will or or Hopper, uh, anybody, nobody. It's like, we need as much help as we can. We good? And um, they, they're about to shake hands, like, we're good. And Steve walks up, he's like, hey, hey, dickheads, how come the only one helping me is this random girl? Come on, we only have 40 minutes of light left. And I think Justin calls him an a, uh, Dustin calls him an a-hole. It was just a funny banter of how friends talk to each other. You know, I say all the time, and these guys don't realize, you know, they're becoming very close friends, but I used to, I say all the time how, I'm very nice. I'm a lot nicer to people I don't know and I'm not friendly with because I don't know how to act. You know, I you try to act nice around people. But the closer I am to you, the more I want to bust your chops and try to keep it clean, the more I want to make fun of you and make other people laugh and just poke fun and all in good fun. And and I take it back, you know, give and take. Uh, and it's just just to try to make each other laugh. Um, so just, I don't know, something about Steve calling, calling them dickheads and then he calling them an a-hole, it just, it just made me laugh. Like, these are things that I would say to, you know, my group of friends, even, you know, still as a quote-unquote grown-up. Um, so cut back to uh, Nancy and Jonathan. They got home. They got home to the house. The house is empty. They see all the drawings in the map. They see, like, they haven't seen this, but no one else is there. And he finds something on the ground. He's like, this is, this is a Polaroid. I don't shoot Polaroid. 
Someone else has been here. I think that might be the last time we see Nancy and Jonathan in this episode. Um, so back in the lab, Will is looking at the they they took all the photos, those Polaroids, and they reconstructed the map. And he points at something. He's like, "That's it." And Doctor Owens is like, "What is it?" He's like, "I don't know. I just know he doesn't want me to see there. It's important." So the the soldiers they show him start gearing up, getting weapons, all these things. At the same time, we see Dustin, Lucas, uh, and Max and Steve are all setting up for their battle with Dart at the junkyard. It's a nice little montage. Um, so the guy, there's a guy in the lab. Um, after they're done showing the, the setup of the bus in the junkyard, back at the lab, there's this guy who was there before when the lab, all the instruments were going kooky, and he was bouncing a ball, just kind of standing there babysitting the instruments. He has um, a drawing of Will's map. And he's like, all right, let's see if this, what this kid, you know, if this kid knows what he's talking about. Or you see, I think he said something a little crueler than that. I forget what it was. But he's guiding the soldiers using Will's map through the tunnels to get them to where Will pointed out. Now, the junkyard gang, uh, they board the bus and they wait because it's getting dark. Lucas goes to the top with binoculars and um, there's some line where um, Max says something to Dustin and Dustin's like, why are you even here if you don't believe us? Just go home. You can see Dustin's a little cranky, he's a little upset, and Steve's like, nice. Show you don't care. He's like, I don't. And then he gives him a wink. He's like, why are you winking? Uh, on the roof of the bus, so Max joins Lucas on the roof of the bus. She, says, she called Dustin like a moody, cranky, something like that. And Max tells her some of her story, you know, like how, because he says, this is cool. It reminds me of the ocean. He's like, what, what, you know, do you miss it? The ocean, California? She's like, well, yeah, I miss my dad being out there. My my stepmom and I, my stepdad and my mom wanted a fresh start um you know it's something called divorce the way she said it to her to him um and they blame my dad for everything which is just such bullcrap uh but and you know my stepbrother he's always been a jerk but now he's just angry all the time and he can't take it out on my mom so he takes it out on me she said she's like you know i know i can be a jerk sometimes but i i, I don't want to be and I'm so, and then she's like, oh, sorry. And she tears up a little. She's like, oh, what is wrong with me? Luke's is like, oh, you're cool and you're smart and you're totally tubular. She's like, they don't, nobody actually says that. He goes, I do. While they're talking, um, they're like, I like talking with you. I like talking with you too. And then you hear, that's my, that's my dart impression. Right. I'm going to do it again. And, um, they, they're like, he's here. He's here. Max is like, you sure that's not a dog? I'm like, huh? But why is he not taking the bait? And um, Steve's like, maybe he's sick of cow. So Steve throws the letter to Dustin. He's like, you just get ready. And he goes out there with the bat. Crazy. Um, Max is like, what is he doing? Dustin said, he, uh, he's expanding the menu. And he's out there. Uh, Come on, buddy. They're like, he's insane. And Dustin says, he's awesome. That's when you know it's solidified. Dustin looks up to Steve like a like an older brother. Dustin's an oldie child. And he looks up to Steve like his older brother. And he loves it. He loves hanging out with them. And you can see Steve has some affection towards 
Dustin already. Um, so he goes out there and he's got the bat and there's there's Dart. We think that's Dart coming. Um, and then all of a sudden you hear, you see that there's another one and then there's another one. They're like, get out of there. Abort, Steve, three o'clock, three o'clock, abort, abort, abort. He gets back to the bus. They start shaking the bus. Did one get on? Because I feel like I heard, I thought I saw the club, the bat coming down. So he must have took one out. Um, Matt looks up, Max looks up on the roof of the bus and there's one just sticking its head down. She screams. Um, And, you know, uh, Steve comes over with the bat and then all of a sudden it leaves. They just, they all do. They all just disappear. You do see a moment of Max and Lucas holding uh, hands for a second. And they're like, what, what happened? Did you, Steve, did you scare them off? He's like, no way. They're going someplace. So we cut back to the lab for kind of the final moments of this episode. They're in the tunnels uh, below and um, they have cameras so you can see where they are. And you see the bones and Hopper's like, oh, that's that's like that's where I was. It's like a damn graveyard. And they're like, there's nothing here. And then you see Will and he looks all upset and he's like, I'm I'm sorry. And you go, oh, shit. He's like, what are you talking about? She goes, he, he made me he made me do it. They, 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 they shouldn't have upset him. Mike's like, what? Oh my God, the spy, the spy, Mike realizes it's a trap. He tries to get to the, through the guards to yell to tell him it's a trap to tell, you know, the guys, to tell the guys in the lab, to tell the soldiers it's a trap, but they don't let him through. And all of a sudden you hear, no, oh, there's a fog coming through. And then you hear, no, no, no. And, um, the the dog the demo dogs demogorgon dogs they start attacking all the soldiers down there and they're all dead. Uh, Will says to his mother, "You should go now." And the reason he's saying that because they're not done. The dogs, you could see on this little radar, they're leaving the up the the um, the tunnels, and they're coming straight for the lab. He's like, you should leave. You should go now. They're almost here. Hopper looks through the the glass, sees this hole, and then all of a sudden, you see a hand grab up, and you see a head pop up. It's a you know, the head of the monster, and boom, the end of the episode. That was a wild one, my friends. Um, my goodness gracious, not not one moment of eleven in this episode, but. Fear not, if you miss eleven, um, you're gonna get a, a, a full. Uh, you're gonna get your fill of her. Next time, next time on the final rewatch. Uh, but we got a lot of uh, Mike didn't do much in this one. He he smiled and he figured out the spy. The spy wasn't um, Will spying on the on the um, upside down and the shadow monster. It was Will spying on the lab. For the shadow monster, Mike figured that out. Um, our gang, you know, Max, Lucas, Dustin, and Steve, they had a great episode of just um, where you got to see Erica being sarcastic to, to Lucas, which was great. Dustin and Steve 
starting their bromance. Um, Max and Lucas kind of, you know, furthering their relationship, their friendship. No relationship. The relationship is a friendship right now. But you can see it's a little more. Um, Billy got to work out, so I'm sure Billy enjoyed that. My dog is at her at the door now. Luckily, she's a dog, not a demodog. Um, though she still sometimes grabs my feet and, and, and grabs my socks and goes at them in a playful way that I feel like if she was like a D'Artagnan, uh, both my foots would be gone. Oh, yep, she's ready to go out. And yes, I said foots. I know I said foots. Uh, she's ready to go out, so I'm ready to call it. Um, really fun episode. We, you know, Bob figured he knows what's going on now. Uh, yep, yep, I'm coming. You could see that the, the there's this struggle within the lab of how the doctors disagree with each other or what to do. Trust Sam Owens. That's how I'm feeling. Sam Owens, right? Doctor Owens. Trust him. Um, and that's most of everything. They got the they got the Demogorgon dog guys gang on one side, and you realize there's more than one, and they all went back to connect and and um, kill all them soldiers. I'm coming, honey. I'm coming, dear. Coming now. Um, and uh, we got the fact we now we know that we can't trust Will because um, the monster can see behind Will I, Will's eyes. Oh man, I almost did that perfectly, and then I said Will instead of Will's. So I'm going to call it. I'm going to say a fun episode, enjoyable. We only got two more. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We got three more in this season. Oh, my goodness gracious. And then we're on to, to Stranger Things 3. Oh, it's happening so fast. And then you know what happens after that, right? <laughs> All right, my friends, listen. Uh, my dog really is giving me the evil eye. She really wants to go out. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. The show is on Twitter at Stranger Pod, And every episode is available at fansnotexperts.com slash Stranger Danger. So until tomorrow, my friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Stay stranger, my friends. And remember, don't tell Will anything because the monster might be watching. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. 
by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.